I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Wednesday and it is a warm one today here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Uh, these last few weeks, I've been wondering if it was going to uh, uh, start to feel a little bit more like fall, but I think it's starting to feel more like summer. But praise the Lord, it's Wednesday, and what an opportunity we have today uh, to uh, be on the broadcast and then an opportunity tonight to be at church. And I hope you're having a great day. We do welcome you, those that are listening by way of radio, uh, those that are watching on Facebook, and then those listening on the podcast, the radio app, and those on YouTube. And if I'm forgetting another way uh, there, uh, we're glad you're listening. Happy birthday today to Owen Dixon, Renee Hall, Aaliyah Hood and Alexis Hood, and then happy anniversary today to Buddy and Joanne Hoggard. I hope you folks have a great day today, and as I already mentioned, we've got church tonight. We're looking forward to a great service at 7 o'clock, our prayer meeting, Bible study, Teens on Target, uh, they'll be meeting tonight, and then our Master Clubs will be meeting tonight, and uh, they'll be going straight to the Evans Building for a great program, and uh, I hope you plan to be in church tonight. If you cannot be at the service tonight, I hope you tune in online, hope you listen on the radio, but I hope you make uh, the service a part of your schedule on Wednesday nights. Uh, let's be in prayer for all of our students and teachers and school staff that are back at uh, teaching. I think now all the schools are back, and uh, let's be in prayer for them to have a good day. Let's pray for our church, pray for our missionaries. Let's be in prayer for the folks in Afghanistan and uh, the situation there. Let's pray for those affected by the hurricane last week in western North Carolina and Tennessee. And uh, then let's pray that God will give us a great day today. I'm looking forward to Sunday. We have the opportunity to have the Webster family with us. They'll be singing all day in all the services, and they're always a blessing. And you won't want to miss this Sunday at Victory Baptist Church here in Roanoke Rapids. If you've never been to our church, we're uh, out here on Bowling Road, uh, just past, if you're coming from uh, Highway 158, or if you're coming from 10th Street, just past the Food Lion and the Dollar General on the left, Victory Baptist Church. There's a kind of a big field, and we set back uh, uh, in the Lakeview Park uh, neighborhood, and uh, God's given us a wonderful place, and uh, we are so thankful to God be the glory. I want you to hear this song sung by the Garraways, uh, Caleb and Katie Garraway, and the name of this song is His Way is Perfect. You know, we make mistakes. I shouldn't speak for you. I know I make mistakes, and I know that I uh, don't have it all figured out, but aren't you glad that as for God, the psalmist David wrote, he said, as for God, His way is perfect. And I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Proverbs 15. When my way seems dark and drear and the future I don't know, my heart feels so empty as the tears unending flow. 
Amen for that. Here we are, Proverbs 15 in your Bibles. And yesterday we started uh, Proverbs 15, verse number one. I kind of took a little bit more time on that verse. That's a a verse that is uh, special to me. I told you about the day my wife and I got married, March 15th, 2002. And if you read a proverb for each day of the month, and that was the proverb for that day. And I really claimed that. I asked the Lord to help me. And of course, I've not always kept that like I wish I would. But a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. I hope you put that into practice. I hope we use that. And uh, I hope that uh, we'll try to do our best to be kind to people. And uh, you say, well, they don't deserve kindness. No, you're right. And neither do I and neither do you. But I'm glad that God has showed us kindness and God has been uh, very good to us and God's been gracious to us and uh, we ought to do likewise to one another. But I want you to see number two here in Proverbs 15, not only the answer, 
But number two, I want you to see there is an awareness. Verse three, the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. You know, it's amazing to me when I was a boy and I would read that verse and and people would talk about the fact that, you know, uh, you know, God sees everything you do and every move you make and all that, and which of course he does. But that was before you had video cameras everywhere. Now it's amazing to me everywhere you go and all the businesses and we have them here in our church, every room. Um, I'm looking at one up here in our radio room, a, a camera. Uh, we've got cameras outside. We've got cameras inside. Uh, at our school, we've got video cameras, security cameras everywhere. And so really there's not a lot you can, if you wanted to get away with something, there's not really a lot you could do anyway, which I don't think you want to get away with anything, but there's cameras. But there may be a, a particular uh, situation where someone commits a crime and nobody saw it. There were no video cameras. There was no evidence. And it seems like the person got away with it. Well, I got news for you. Proverbs 15.3 will uh, shoot that theory because the Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. You see, God sees everything. God is omnipresent, meaning God is everywhere at the same time. Let me give you some verses. I want you to think about these verses and, and how this scripture relates to this particular passage. Ecclesiastes 12, 14, the Bible says, For God shall bring every work into judgment, every work into judgment, with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. David wrote in Psalm 19, he said, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. David said there are some things that nobody else knows about, but he said God knows. And I'm asking God to cleanse me from those secret faults. Psalm 44, verse 21, Shall not God search this out? For he, that is God, knoweth the secrets of the heart. Psalm 90, verse 8, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. Daniel chapter 2, the Bible says that God revealeth the deep and secret things. Isn't that amazing? Uh, we hear about it sometimes on the news that someone was living a, a double life and they had everything they thought was a secret. They thought nobody would ever find out. They thought nobody would ever know. And then it comes out. You know how that happens? Because the Bible says that God revealeth the deep and secret things. Romans chapter 2, verse 16, In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to the gospel. You see, God sees even those things that we think are secret. Not only does God see the evil that is done in secret, but I also have good news for you. God sees the good that is done in secret. Uh, the Bible talks about when you pray, it says, Go into your closet. And he that seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Can I tell you, there's a lot of things that you and I do nobody will ever see. You'll never get the, the recognition for it, but God sees. And you may not get rewarded down here, and you may not feel like it accomplishes a whole lot, but can I tell you, God sees the good and the bad. God sees your faithfulness. God sees every day when you get up and you, you spend time in your Bible. God sees every day when you spend time in prayer. By the way, God not only sees, but God hears and God answers. God sees your faithfulness in trusting. 
Uh, maybe you're in a situation now you feel like you've been trusting God and you feel like the situation's not getting any better. You don't see light at the end of the tunnel. I want to tell you, God sees your faithfulness. God sees your faithfulness in trusting Him and loving Him. God sees and God knows. I'm thankful that the eyes of the Lord are in every place. And by the way, if you're living right, you're thankful for that too. You're thankful that God sees and God knows and uh, God uh, will not forget your work and your labor of love. There's an awareness, but number three, I guess that'd be number one is the answer. Number two is the awareness. Number three, I want you to notice in verse eight, the abomination. It says in verse number eight, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. You see, a sacrifice is something that is an offering made to God. In the Old Testament times, they would uh, offer an animal uh, as a sacrifice, and they'd offer that animal upon an altar. But I want to tell you, not only in the Old Testament, but also in the New Testament, God is more interested in you than in what you're giving to God. You see, a sacrifice that comes from a wicked person, that doesn't fool God. I'll I'll ask you this question. Why would a wicked person even sacrifice to God in the first place? If a person is wicked in their heart, why would they bring an offering? Well, maybe they'd bring an offering to impress people. And I'll tell you this, you might impress people. I might impress people. But God is not impressed by an offering or a sacrifice that is wicked, that comes from a wicked heart. 1 Samuel 15, the Bible says to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Verse number 26 of Proverbs 15, the Bible says the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. Can I tell you, uh, we must be so careful with our thoughts We must be so careful with our heart. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination. That does not impress God. That does not fool God. That does not uh, do something that God says, oh, I didn't know that. No, God knows. He knows our heart. He knows the thoughts and the intents of our heart. I'll tell you this, our thoughts are so important because our thoughts usually lead to our words. And our words lead to our actions. And our actions lead to our habits, and our habits lead to our character, and our character leads to our future. So important, I want to challenge you today to be reminded that there's an awareness. God knows. God knows not just what we do in secret, but God knows the thoughts. He knows the intents of our heart. And God tells us in His Word that the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination. God hates the thoughts of wickedness. Uh, the sacrifice of the wicked. You say, well, I'm going to live my own life, do my own thing, and I'll just, I'll drop a few dollars in the offering on Sunday. Well, I got news for you. God doesn't need your money. And number two, God is not fooled by what you put in an offering plate. God is not fooled by the things that you do. God knows the heart. And I hope we'll all strive to have a heart that is right, to have a heart that is pure, to have a heart that is in tune with God. I hope you have a great day today and let's live on the winning side. And let's remember, number one, the answer, a soft answer turneth away wrath. Number two, there's an awareness. God sees, God knows. But number three, the thoughts of the wicked. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. I don't want to be an abomination in the sight of God, but I want to live a life that's pleasing and a life that brings glory and honor to God. Hope you have a great day. I look forward to seeing many of you tonight at church. God bless you. Let's live on the winning side. On the winning side.
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.